Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. We need to hear some good news. We hear news all the time, but news can be extra sweet when you are in an adverse situation. Let us say there is a drought in your community for weeks and you and your neighbors are simply out of water. There is no water anywhere. Then one day, you stopped to watch the TV news. There's a report about some government official escaping death. There is news about some kids who got scholarships to top colleges. There is news about your favorite football team winning their, their most recent matches. But then there is a certain news item that comes at the end. There will be a fleet of water trucks arriving that day at City Hall. I don't have to think twice which news item is the sweetest. In that moment, hope is restored. In that moment, you can dream of all the good things you're going to do with water. In that moment, you celebrate that God answers prayers. The people of the southern kingdom of Judah were in exile. No, they did not go on a 90 days safari. They did not have mass migration in search of wealth and better jobs. They found themselves in the worst condition ever. They were in exile. Let me explain. For years, the nation had been shamelessly living in sin. Idolatry was common. King after king did evil in the sight of the Lord. Temple worship was a rare event and only a few people even bothered to attend. The prophets of God were ignored and sometimes persecuted for preaching gloom if the nation did not turn back to God. And then it happened. In 2 Kings 25, we read some painful news. On the seventh day of the fifth month, in the 19th year of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, commander of the imperial guard, an official of the king of Babylon came to Jerusalem. He set fire to the temple of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem. Every important building he burned down. The whole Babylonian army under the commander of the imperial guard broke down the walls around Jerusalem. Nebuzaradan, the commander of the guard, carried into exile the people who remained in the city along with the rest of the populace and those who had deserted to the king of Babylon. But the commander left behind some of the poorest people of the land to work the vineyards and fields. So Judah went into captivity away from her land. 2 Kings 25, 8-12 and verse 21. They were in exile, my friend, in Babylon for 70 long years, as was prophesied by the prophet of God, Jeremiah. They did not have the political power to escape. The reality is that God's judgment was in full play and God was not about to lessen the number of years in exile. They were in an abysmal condition. By the rivers of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. Psalm 137 verse 1. Then one day, some news came from Jerusalem. Remember Jeremiah? The prophet they did not listen to? The man of God who was immensely unpopular? That same prophet heard from God and he sent out a letter to those Jewish people who were in exile in Babylon. If they had the technology that we do today, Jeremiah would only need to send one email message to a few people whose email addresses he still had. And this is what would happen. Social media would be flooded with forwards. Everybody would be forwarding the message to scores of other people. You would probably get the one message a thousand times in one day. 
This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. <clears throat> Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. We love to hear good news, don't we? Now we are ready to listen to what Jeremiah had to say. This time, he has caught the people's attention. God certainly has not forgotten them. Smiles were returning to their faces. This is good news. But let us go on. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. Imagine these were the people who, when they were back home, they did not listen to the people who were preaching Bible-based messages. Rather, they listened to the psychics on morning television. They followed the teachings of new religious movements that spoke of instant wealth and prosperity and, and, and speak about God as if he is some abstract person out in the universe. Some joker would start a show spouting crazy promises, and they followed that. But now... Now God is telling them not to listen to those people and they were ready to do what God says. But there is more. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God has great plans for his people, plans of prosperity and supernatural blessings. Yes, there is a God. But before you get all excited about the plans, read the fine print. God wants you to call on him in sincerity. God wants you to seek him with all your heart. God is promising not only to restore and to prosper, but he wants to bring you into a renewed and committed relationship with himself. That is the heart of God, my friend. He wants his people to turn back to him and serve him and him only. God wants to fellowship with his people. That, my friend, is God's plan for you.